I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following podcast was made purely for satirical purposes and should not be taken seriously. And his name is... It's now time for the Wrestling Roast. Introducing your Roast Masters, KJ and Ali Osatian. It is time to roast! Hi folks, welcome back to the Wrestling Roast. We're your hosts, KJ and Ali Osatian. Hey Ali, what's up? Oh, just recovering from the, the Queen's Jubilee celebrations at oh. the weekend. Platinum Jubilee, oh. KJ. <laughs> I heard I heard she was popping bottles, Ollie. I'm like, fuck, I have not I don't I know nothing about it. I've not even looked at it once. I saw that she didn't show up for that and then she showed up later for something else. I tell a lie, I tell a lie. Last night when I was lying in bed, I was on my Facebook and I watched a clip of her coming out to wave to everyone. So she came so- out. <laughs> She came out and waved, and then they sang God Save the Queen, and then she stood there for a minute and looked kind of annoyed, didn't even really smile that much, and then went back in. <laughs> what? I, I, I really don't understand what her purpose is. She's 94. Our purpose should be, like, dying. <laughs> <laughs> it should be to feed worms. I don't... I don't fucking understand. No, but apparently, so, is... Eli- so Eloise was talking about it last night, and she said that, uh, you know, she's been a really good queen. She's like done her service. She never, you, you never see photos of her like on the beach in a bikini when she was young. She was always dutiful, dutiful, not dutiful, dutiful. Okay, that did, did all her stuff. She was like, she's always been thought as like a good person, whereas her family right. are all fuck ups and idiots. <laughs> 
but she had generally has been quite good. So Eloise said that uh, she thinks that after the Queen passes away that we should just end the monarchy. I mean, she's quite unfuckable, so I don't think at any point I mean, she was want to she was quite her. attractive when she was like young, but I mean, she's been the queen no. for 70 years, KJ. That's longer than most Americans' lifespans because of guns. Even yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I like how you I added mean, that caveat. <laughs> I mean, 8 years is probably, you know, the lifespan, but you know. <laughs> God. It's fucking ridiculous. Fucking yeah, hell. Sort your life out of America. School, school shootings oh. are bringing that. I was so upset. last. I was telling you as well last week. I was so upset that I was get, I was shaking at some point. I was in my kitchen. I was cooking. And, and I just started thinking about it. And I started shaking. And I had like these like tears in my eyes. Yeah. And, and G was like, are you okay? Relax. It's okay. It's fine. I was like, no, it's fucked up. Yeah, I seen you your know, tweets. And, you know, I, I used to get angry like that. But <sighs> then I, and I used to post things on social media and be so angry and appeal to people's common sense. But then I realized that America's never going to change and it's no, th- there's nothing that's no. ever going to make it. You could kill a thousand children. It still would be like, Oh, we still need our guns though. In case, in case we need to shoot people. Why? No one else yeah. has guns. You're so, the only country. Let me in the ask world. you a question. Uh, they, they, they have all these guns. It. They they have all these guns to prevent these shooters. How come none of these shooters are getting shot? No, the thing How is, are they just no, capturing the 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 thing that caught caught my eye after was all the the right wing politicians <laughs> and they're lying. They must have had a meeting and they're lying. How ridiculous is this? Mm-hmm. The only way to get kill a bad guy with this. a gun is with a good guy with a gun. That that's that's actually proven about Five about six point how how many how many million Americans are, about six billion people have proved that that is not true and it's yeah. only four hundred yeah. million Americans that try and live by that. Why don't you go with the six billion people, everyone else on the entire planet who doesn't have a gun problem, and go with that rather than Donald Trump and Ted Cruz and all those other right wing wankers saying the only yeah. way to kill a bad guy with let's arm our let's arm our teachers. What? Why is there even a gun? What is that? We need stronger doors. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys smoking? Doors, yeah. What? But there was there was a school with a security guard in the back, and the guy still made it through. So. Yeah. That's a load of shit. The fact that there's I, like, a security guard, the fact that there's a security guard at a school, like that is so alien exactly. to me. Why would there be a security guard at a children's school? That's so alien so to me, man. Up. It's so, so fucked. Anyway, fucked up. I'm gonna stop talking about it because I just get worked up. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna get worked up too. <laughs> like, just one last thing on that. Imagine like going to class and be like, "Oh, hello, Mr. John Wick." Like just standing yeah. there, fucking teaching. So, I don't know martial arts. Well, in the morning when they go in and they've got to sing the national anthem and all that, and then they've got to like polish their guns, like in Red Dead, like, you know, like Red Dead, like clean their gun with a gun oil to make sure it's working. Okay, everyone, make sure your guns are loaded. Okay, turn your safeties off. Okay, let's start. So today we're gonna learn the alphabet. Oh man, that's fucking. <laughs> It's, and and we're, we're, it's, that's how that's how they want it. That's how these fucking. Oh, but you're not. Oh, I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into. I'm yeah, gonna go off on a big tangent. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna. Yeah. Ali. Um, <laughs> so I've I watched I watched Top Gun for the first time in my life. Top Gun. A few. Not, not Top a, a Gear. Week ago. You said to me Top Gear no. when you texted me. Yeah, I was being silly. But yeah, I watched I, I watched Top 
I watched Top Gun for the first time in my life a week ago, right? Before people like, come like at the, me and like go the like, the first, top, the, the first Top Gun. The first one. I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen it. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm in the clear. And everyone is like, what the fuck is wrong with these weirdos? Listen, I was not born when the first one came out, all right? So it was it was three years before my birth. So and did, and yeah, Ollie yeah. was also not born because Ollie's younger than me. Yeah, I'm younger. So it's Twin, I'm twenty eight. Yeah. <laughs> so, so so yeah. So um, I never watched it. I watched it a week ago, and my girlfriend loves the movie. She's like, "Oh my god, you have to watch! It. You have to watch it before we go watch the next one." I was like, "Ah, okay, fine. I'll watch it." I watched it. I was cooking while I was watching it, and I was kind of like, "Yeah, it, it was okay. It wasn't Wait, that you bad. have a kitchen was... in your living room? Oh, I have an open kitchen." Yeah, so I just yeah, imagine so it's, it's great. Your sofa is next to, like, it's in your fridge kitchen. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I have to move the sofa every time I want to open the fridge. I live in a <laughs> tiny pigeonhole. Um, so I was, I was, I watched it and I was like, yeah, all right, it was okay. And you know, and she's sitting there like crying at some point because of how emotional she got when she watches anything like sad on uh, in a movie. And so I was, I was, I told her, I was like, I, I thought it'd be much better because it's such a hype movie. People like, yeah, but it's the old. dress sense. See, but it's older and then you won't have nostalgia for it when you watch it. So you have to take that into yes. account. That's true. So uh, it, it wasn't a bad movie. I, I don't mean to say that it was a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It's just not as good as I expected it, it to be is, with all the hype. Here's a question. Is it as homoerotic as, as people say it is? It, it's, to, to an extent... To an extent, but I, not really. It's I'm like that with 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 you, you know. Like I tell you, I love you and stuff, and I mean it. You know, it's and they don't go necessarily down that route, but it's like a bro kind of thing, you know. They're like he's his best friend is Goose, and he's Maverick, and they're just the the best of bros. So it's kind of like that, like Randy um, Orton and Riddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he's the the f word to describe him my friend so uh, so so anyway so yeah so i watched i watched top gun and i was like all right let's go watch the next one and you know two of my friends are really hyped for it uh, g's really hyped for it and she's like oh my god i'm so excited and i was like yeah all right let's see i heard it's a good movie you know i can't imagine i would be you know blown away by anything no pun intended and uh and yeah i fucking loved the movie ollie I, I think it might be I, I don't know how a movie is gonna be better this year. Thor Thor needs really? to compete with it, but yeah. But I, it, but I fucking I think, loved it. I think Avatar two is coming out in December. I didn't like Avatar One. Oh fuck. I off. really didn't like it. I didn't like it. I thought what? the story was garbage. Oh, uh, do you not like Fern Gully? No. You didn't like Fern Gully when you were a kid? The cartoon. No, I, do, I, I don't know what Fern Gully is. Oh my god, it's basically a live-action Fern Gully, which is why it's so good. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Top Gun, but... Top Gun Two, Top Gun Two, Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick, gun. Ollie, Higher Gun. I prop. <laughs> 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 Top Gun rights. Um, so you need to. <laughs> you need Top to gun watch and skills. Um... <laughs> Top Gun <and> skills. <laughs> <laughs> in schools near you instead of employee uh, of the month they have like shooter of the month <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm joking about it but that could be a thing that could be a real thing 
Like <laughs> you know yeah. when you know when you're a kid and they give you like stars, you just get yeah. bullseyes. Yeah, you get kid. bullets. <laughs> uh, who won the golden <laughs> bullet? That's my children. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, hey, what gift did Shawn Michaels give you, Ollie? He gave me a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> like I, that's that's the only exception to it is like. <laughs> if your childhood hero gives you a bullet, that's the only exception. <laughs> Edge, Edge, I'm talking to you. I need a bullet. Um, yeah, so talk, talk, so it's bastard. really good. Is it? Is it the sound mixing? Is it the I, acting? Is it the story? What is everything. good about it? Everything, cinematography, story, uh, the references to the first one. How is the? It's, how is the mise en scène? The the what? The mise en scène. Yeah. Mise en scène. Yeah, you work in media. You should know what that the, is. I don't know what that is, Ollie. I don't have okay. a formal I'll, education. You I'll teach you. I'll, te- I'll teach you. I'll teach you. Yeah. Um, What's a mise en scène? I'll, I'll teach you after the podcast. It's quite. Oh, okay. It's quite <laughs> okay. But uh, overall, Ollie, the movie was fucking brilliant. Um, I was, I was so emotional throughout the thing. Um, I, I definitely think you should watch it in the cinema. Don't watch it yeah. after it leaves. So, the so cinema. I did. I did have the discussion with Eloise. Because she's not seen Top Gun either, so we're waiting until uh, that's my last week of a uni for the year, for this year. KG, I'm so excited. Finishes on Wednesday, uh-huh. so we're probably gonna watch Top Gun and then go to the movies and watch it. That's like our plan. So similar to your plan. Okay. Yeah. So one hundred percent watch it, and uh, if do you guys have IMAX anywhere near you? Yeah. Okay, so I would definitely say watch it in uh, in IMAX. Because Although I IMAX... don't, so the IMAX is in the science center, and it, so it's okay. But you, the cinema chains have their own version of IMAX. So like Cineworld has Super Screen, which is basically the same, and then Odeon has iSense or something like that, and it's exactly the same. So we'll probably do one of those. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So because it's made for IMAX, the aspect ratio is made for IMAX, and it just it looks so much better. So, one hundred percent. KJ, what the fuck? The boys is out, and you haven't seen it. I'm so excited to talk so, to you about it. So I promise, I promise. Next week, I uh-huh. will be able to talk about it because literally after this podcast, my friend Anna is coming over to my house, and we're watching all three episodes. Right. So. I'm I'm really looking forward to it, so and good. I think the fourth one should be by out by then. So yeah, fourth one, fourth one yeah. is out on Wednesday, I think, or is it Friday? I'm not sure okay. if it's Wednesdays or Fridays that that drops, because all all okay. the shows are out now. All my shows, because you know I don't really like learning new characters and watching new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the boys is on. Obi Wan's on. I know you don't like Star Wars, but that's been really good. Yeah. And I'm in the middle of watching season four of Stranger Things, which. I was a little bit like, how are they going to do a season four? I watched the first episode. I thought, meh. Then the second episode, I was going, oh my God, this is so good. And now I'm on like the fourth or fifth episode and it's really, really good. Oh, okay. Because I've, I've watched up to season two and I just stopped. Yeah, right. And I never continued it. And uh, I'm actually watching Breaking Bad for the first time. <sighs> and I know you're upset about it, but uh, I wanted to see what all the hype is because I've watched Game of Thrones and people say, Game of Thrones is the best show ever up to the last season. And you only can because argue, of the last season. Uh, you, can, you can have this conversation with anyone. The fact of the matter is, the best mm-hmm. show in the history of television is The Sopranos. And until you watch it, you're not allowed an opinion. 
Okay, so I uh, so for me, Breaking Bad, and I'm gonna watch The Sopranos. Okay, okay. that's that's okay. that's the way I'm gonna. Go. I just want to talk to you um, about Sopranos because it's all time for me. All time, nothing nothing can even okay. come close to how good it is. Okay, so I'm 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 on uh, season three of Breaking Bad, and uh, so like, what I, so I, what's I happening in season, season three? It's been years since I've watched it. Uh, is he he's full on? So you watched uh, it? He's full on Heisenberg in season three, isn't he? Yeah, so I I didn't know. I I thought you hadn't watched the show. Oh yeah, I've seen it years ago. I watched it when it was on. Oh okay. Oh okay okay okay. So uh, I'll tell you. Uh, so I mean, it's so spoilers. Many years I, spoilers. I guess spoilers. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, basically, what's happened is he it's like you has... with uh, it's like you with uh, when I read out the SmackDown results when we do podcast. SmackDown, yeah, because I want to watch that shit back. <laughs> so yeah. uh, watch, for anyone uh, who doesn't want to watch, who hasn't so, watched it yet and wants to skip forward a minute yeah um, so like when we watch Pot of Thunder so, yeah Ooh. Ooh. Um, Ooh. skip forward a minute now uh, so yeah so he's basically <laughs> Heisenberg from season 2 uh, he's he's still conflicted between whether he wants to run his his business or not and now Gus has just like showed him at least where I am Gus has just showed him his new lab right. and Jesse is replicating his formula. Is he make, and, he's making the blue meth, right? Yeah, and and uh, and Heisenberg is or Walter's like, oh fuck you, that that's my formula, and he's like, nah, bitch, it's my formula, bitch. So I'm like, okay, what's the right. what's the 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 cop, the brother-in-law? Is he called Hank? Hank, Hank, oh, yeah. yeah, I hate him. So he's, oh, I don't, I can't stand him. And his annoying wife. Oh my god! I, can't, I hate her. I hate the kid as well. The, his Skylar. Skylar. Why is he with Skylar? She's such a dick. Oh my god. She's such. And a why did he just sit nice around kiddies. that kitchen table and eat like burnt bacon all the time? I don't get it. Yeah, they have no other place in that house, though. It's such a depressing house. Yeah. Like I, I don't know what you would do if I ever had a house like that. I'd want to kill myself. It seems so depressing. It's like people would be like, "Oh, it's so cozy." Nah, bitch. It's depressing, bitch. Yeah, bitch. So yeah, I'm just gonna call people bitch now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, and and that girl. Uh, well, okay, I think a minute's up. It's okay. Let's talk about wrestling, Ollie. I want to talk about wrestling. Sure. A lot of stuff happened this past week. Hey, KG, and did I you watch Hell in a Cell last night? I have not. I have not watched it yet. I've got a plan for pizza and Hell in a Cell later this evening. Yeah, so, that's fair. Have um, you seen Cody's yeah. injury though? You you sent me that picture, Ollie. That's that's all I've seen of it, and it is fucking disgusting. Horrific. If that happened to me, oh. I would be I would not be able to wrestle a match. I would be crying every moment. I would be like, <laughs> Eloise, I can't bear of cry. I would be the biggest bitch. <laughs> it's blue and purple, Ollie. If if that doesn't put him over, I don't know what yeah. will. I mean yeah. he's already over, but you uh-huh. know. Oh, you know, we're talking wrestling, Ollie, and we've got a certain way of doing this. So, what I would suggest is let's put 30 minutes on that cock tick tock. Tick tock, boys. All right, Ollie, we've got 30 minutes, and huh, I want to I want to take it back a bit. I want to go seven days later, Ollie. I want to oh, talk God. about double or nothing. Right. We didn't get a chance to talk about Double or Nothing. It was a 
fucking long show as you know you remember when when everyone was telling us on on the group that it was super fucking KJ, long. KJ, it took me four and... days to watch it. That's how long it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking long. And all the, in all honesty, I didn't think it was that good of a show. It was fine. It was it was fine. Like, like, that's it, really. It uh, was okay. fine. <laughs> that, that's it, yeah. Um, uh, the Hardy Boys. Or the Hardys. Whatever the fuck they're called now. Something needs to be done, Ollie. Jeff Hardy cannot move with the grace he once did. Oh, and poor Jeff Hardy. Matt, Matt is struggling as well. Matt Hardy, I don't know who's in worse shape because Matt Hardy doesn't have like hips. He doesn't have hip flexors. Like he can't bend at the waist. He doesn't <laughs> have rotation got, in his body. He's got Ollie. permanently straight legs. <laughs> when he gets out of bed in the morning, when he swings his legs around, they don't fall down. They stay up. <laughs> he's like a dive. He's like a diving board. <laughs> and then and then what's his wife's name ruby not ruby what's her name rebby fuck it rebby rebby yeah she has to like fucking like crack his back straight dude like, she stand up dude she has wrote him dry like how many kids have they got <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he can't fucking move he's stiff from oh, come on <laughs> Matt, i'm gonna have to bleep that <laughs> yeah but um there we had uh you know the whole thing with mgf possibly not showing up and stuff there is like there's all that drama of is mgf gonna be now, there KG, let me ask there. you a he question did you feel let down like, take take the whole take all the mgf drama out of it did you feel let down by that match um k- kinda yes kinda i've i it was it was a squash match and MJF has been built up to this, you know, this stature of he always finds a way to get out of it and he he has intelligent matches like it, there's storytelling in his matches. This felt like they had they did the ring spot and the referee caught him and stuff and it just felt flat. So I wasn't sure what the fuck was going on there. I I I felt like everything was a work. I I don't know. Did you at any point think it was real? So we're we gonna talk about the MGF stuff now, then. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that. Um. So Meltzer, for all his faults, is a very good investigative journalist when it comes to this kind of stuff. So yeah, because he's like, oh, you know, he's very intense and he gets he gets really into stuff. So right on his podcast on Friday with. Uh, Garrett Gonzalez, he was talking about wh- where where it became a work, like because w- he because n- it didn't start as a work, but where how did it become a work? Like at what point was it a work? And it, right, I think he was saying that he thinks that it was around the time of the meet and greet because if it was a work, he wouldn't have been pulled from the meet and greet. Uh-huh. Because that's not something that, in general that you do. You don't fuck over fans for a storyline, right? So right, he yeah. thinks some point at that weekend it became a work, but initially it wasn't. And the whole thing about the flight being booked out, that was also part of it. But the flight was to, to LA where where the show was on Wednesday. Yeah. So that's it yeah. wasn't it wasn't back home type thing. 
So that's a whole thing. Um, me personally, I don't care if it's a work. It, I don't care if it's a work. I don't care if it's a shoot. I just am really entertained by it. I think it's brilliant news. It's great gossip. And if it leads to that promo on Wednesday that MGF did, which was, I would say, it's the best promo since, I don't know, the pipe bomb. I can't think of anything better than that. It was so compelling Co- Cody, to watch. Cody Cody ended racism early. Don't forget that one. <laughs> <laughs> he did, but KJ, you watched... <laughs> How many times did you watch that promo? You watched it like five times, didn't you? I since since it uh, aired, I've watched it close to ten times in uh-huh. its entirety. My so I mean, it was so good uh, using the f word on TV. I don't know how they got away with that. I, oh, I don't know That's if it was amazing. on. Was that I'm on American TV because I watch it on on uh, Fight TV. So I mean, they don't TBS. Have it was on TBS. It aired on TBS. No, no, but I, I know it aired on TBS. But did they air the swear word, or was it was it muted? Oh no, it was bleeped out in places. Yeah, right. Okay, because on fight they just don't have rules because they're they're based in Bulgaria. I don't think there's any broadcast yeah. in Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay for toilet roll in Bulgaria. So, I mean, obviously you have to buy toilet roll. But I mean, in a public toilet, there's a man that stands outside the front of the public toilets with a table, and you buy a sheet of uh, toilet paper to wipe your bum. But that. <laughs> That's a whole what other tangent. Fuck? Anyway, um, <laughs> no, so, with, with, that yeah, MG, with, with that MGF promo, I do worry that, well, a couple of things. First of all, the two-year storyline between MGF and Wardlow almost was forgotten about because MGF was powerbombed 10 times from Wardlow, got stretchered out, with an oxygen mask on his forehead. But <laughs> that was supposed to be, and we said it in the previous show, that was supposed to be Wardlow's making of Wardlow. That was his big moment. He's breaking away from MGF. And with MGF coming out on Wednesday to do that amazing promo, it kind of just made Wardlow look like a bit of an afterthought. He wasn't even limping. He didn't have his ribs taped. He didn't sell it at all. Of course he didn't because... The, they're blurring the lines between fiction and reality for this MGF Tony Khan feud. So yeah. I felt bad for Wardlow Which... that, and also if you've got to be careful with this kind of thing because if I mean halfway through the promo, all the fans who were booing MGF then turned onto his side. So if you're teaching the fans that. AEW isn't cool and only hires ex WWE guys and pays them lots of money then the fans are going to be conditioned to that. And the one thing that AEW has going for it is that it's the cool promotion. If you condition fans into thinking it's not the cool promotion, then they become TNA. And then that'll that'll ultimately be their downfall. So they have to be really careful about how they play this. And I, I don't know if I feel confident in Tony Khan's booking because for the first year of AEW, it was great. Second year, it was fine. Third year, it's been all over the chop. There's too many people. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing. It's it's like a ADHD's child on loads of candy, just booking everything, buying everything. It's mental. Yeah. Um. I'd like to first of all apologize. My robot vacuum has turned on, and <laughs> it's scheduled for 
<laughs> What's it called? Wolverine. Uh, Roby. Roby. Um, oh, Roby hi, Roby. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, I've changed that name like six times. Again. At least, at least was. someone's not trimming um, your hedges during the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you could hear it. So I apologize <laughs> if there's any like extra noise. I think it's gonna pull my my cable that's connecting my lap my PC to to the internet. Oh, no. so I hope that doesn't happen. Roby, don't. But uh, Roby, don't. No, Roby, stop. Um. So uh, I, I want to touch on uh, a few things there. <laughs> yeah you just hear me scream Robbie no he's gonna come at me with a knife or something um, so I, w- I want to touch on one of the things that I didn't like about the promo um, and it's nothing to do with MJF I think I've watched it so many times back now that I can't seem to fault MJF at any point in that promo for me his execution from start to finish was perfect his reaction to the audience was perfect his delivery was perfect I just I cannot fault it it might be Top three promos of all time. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's spectacular. Um, and he's like 24 or something. This is disgusting. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I hate... I think I hate wrestling crowds, Ollie. I think I really hate wrestling crowds. Because if you've been watching wrestling long enough, you know, you know when MJF comes out there and he's talking, you know, they're all chanting, shut the fuck up at some point, right? But they're they're not doing it in the sense that oh you're a heel and we don't want you to talk. No, we're we're trying to do this thing where we're just gonna try and take over the segment, and it was done in that way. And he overcame that in a spectacular way, you know, because that's just how good the promo was. He turned the crowd on onto his side. I don't think but, next but week. But he shouldn't MJF... have no. But the point of the promo wasn't to turn the crowd onto his side. The point of the promo was to get booed and be a heel. But he. Turned the crowd onto his side. He didn't mean to, and then he tried to be even more of a dick, and the crowd wanted to cheer him, and that's the problem. If MJF supposed to be the heel in this scenario, but he came off as a biggest babyface because of the crowd. I think, I think this was supposed to be his babyface turn. I think that's what they were. Oh, he's they were not a babyface. He's a heel. He's definitely a heel. You can't make Tony Khan the, the the heel. Tony Khan isn't a character. He's the he's the owner. He's not a heel. He's not Vince McMahon in I, 1999. He's not, but I think that's what he wants to be. He I can't, think that's what Tony Khan wants be. to be. He, he can't. He can't. He can't. There's no I, way. I agree. Hey, guys, I, I, I want to put you in hell's But then Fuck when he comes out and double or nothing, like, <laughs> like when he comes out and he does the, the hug to Martha Stewart, it was so Martha cringe. Martha Stewart. Was Martha Stewart. But, uh, she, she, uh, fucking Martha Stewart. Martha <laughs> Owen. Fucking Ma- Tony, no, Martha Hart. Martha Tony, Owen. Tony fucking, Clan. Martha Owens. <laughs> Tony Clan. Martha Stewart. Fucking. <laughs> you imagine that kicking show? Fuck it. Oh. <laughs> Tales from the Dead. Um, so Martha, Martha Hart comes out and they do the whole, you know, fucking. And he does that hug. And it's so cringe, and it's like close up on his face, and he's like, "Thank you so much, oh my god, thank you so much, oh my god, thank you so much." It's like, shut the fuck up, Tony. Go so, back. He's you don't not, need to be here. He, the the point of that is MGF, because AEW is a babyface company. It's not a heel company. It's a babyface uh-huh. company. MGF's been a dick. He didn't show up at the meet and greet. He's been a dick to Wardlow. He's been a dick to everyone he's been in the ring with. He wants more money or he, and he wants to get fired. He's supposed to be the oh, bad guy. He, but they're making but him tell out, you what. But the fans perceive him as being a good guy, which is what you need to be careful of because if it goes down to that and you make AEW seem uncool, then they've lost their, their sparkle. 
Yeah, it's got good Ollie, wrestling, sure. but it needs to be the cool but, brand. But for sure, Ollie, a hundred percent. MJF knows as soon as he mentions anything about WWE, as soon as he says WWE, everyone in the crowd is gonna be like, "Oh shit, he said the thing that you're not supposed to say." Oh my god, I'm sure he knows that. As soon as I say that line, people are gonna be like, "Oh shit, let's we we have to side with this guy." And that was the turn. That was where people were like, oh my god, he said that. We have to cheer him now because he said the thing we're all thinking, but no one ever acknowledges. I'm pretty sure this promo was devised in a way to to sort of get that outcome. They just need to be really careful with it because it's so close to what could potentially happen that... You, they just need to be careful. Because cause he did the whole thing as well of like where where he's talking about, you know, the... the Like he wants to get fired, right? And that's what Stone Cold Steve Austin used to be like. All right, I dare you. Fire me. Fire me if you can. And and then mm, Vince was like, I, fuck, I, you're bringing too much money in. I can't that, fire him. I don't think that's compatible because that was clearly a storyline. And this is... That was... This is that this was. is more blur blur on the lines of of reality. I, I personally think you know the first of all, what a fucking end to the promo with fucking. I want you to fire me, fire me, you fucking Mark, and the 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 passion of of him using the f word and and the way he used it. It's been used a few times in wrestling, like very few times, and like wrestling up to this scale right and i think i don't think anyone's ever used it as well as this you remember that time vince mcmahon said it to shane <laughs> no that was this and you don't remember it when when he when shane came back and you know like he's like i'm gonna fucking fire you or something like that and just said it like kind of off mic it right. was it was very subtle uh-huh. and <laughs> it was it was so poor like it was it was nothing compared to this because this he screams fucking into the microphone. Yeah. And, I'm, well, I'm, and the well, let, place... Well, let's just say, going back to my point about Wardlow and MGF, I, I just I just worry for where it's going to go. I'm excited because everything MGF does, I love. I, he's one of my favourites. I just don't want it to go down the road of making things uncool. And I, now I think that Wardlow's just a guy. Yeah, true. Wardlow, it it took away from Wardlow. He's for being sure. sued by Mark Sterling for beating up security. That is what you. So you've got this two year thing for Wardlow to finally break free. He's over, so over, and then he's getting sued by Mark Sterling. That's your storyline. Get that. See that TNT title bullshit that's going on. Just get Wardlow to go in and smash every cunt up, and just he's the TNT champion and hold that belt for a year and smash everyone all the time build him up to be even stronger and then make him go for the world title and you've got a homegrown star not an ex-WWE guy not an not a New Japan guy being your world champion would you treat me better if I was an ex-WWE guy I know yeah. that fucking promo like inside out now I would like, treat I would treat it, you better if you were an ex-WWE guy I am uh, I've I've wrestled the WWE wrestler so technically I am an ex-WWE guy yeah, so yeah I took a caber toss Ollie. Um, um, so CM Punk yeah. can't do the buckshot lariat, can he? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
straight into it. Ollie doesn't hold back. Ollie just like straight up. CM Punk should not be wrestling in 2022. This is what happened. I thought he was going to say something. When he came out on Rampage and was like teary-eyed. And I was like, oh, he's about to say something, you know, about the time he was gone. And he shouldn't have been gone for this long amount of time. Nah, he's like, I'll be back. I'll be back. I was like, buckshot so, lariat. Oh, God. So I think I've got a theory that when he jumped into the crowd on Dynamite before his tag match, uh-huh. that if you watch it, he bangs into the the barrier really hard. I think that's when he broke Uh-oh. his foot. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's his, is this, it's his knee, right? No, it's his foot, it his apparently. Foot? I think it's his foot. It's his foot. Yeah. Oh, because like heat, man. There are times because even when he tried the his clothesline, he couldn't get his footing yeah, right, spring, and then spring he tripped. Clothesline. Yeah, he he's yeah. been sloppy oh. recently. I don't know, very sloppy, and it all started with that buckshot lariat that he missed twice, twice. Why do you want to do it, Punk? I I get it. You know, you're a great character and stuff, but stick to what you can do, bro. This is. Yeah. Really difficult to watch. Like Hogan and... wouldn't have done that in WCW. <laughs> <laughs> Hogan didn't. Ju- I don't think Hogan's ever gone over the top rope. Even no. if you watch a Royal Rumble, <laughs> I don't think he actually goes over it. <laughs> I think the camera cuts in a way where it makes it seem like he did. The hardest oh. Hogan ever worked was in the tag match with Dennis Rodman and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Halloween Havoc. He fucking yeah, ran Carmelo. that match. Car- Carmelo wants to be a wrestler. But he worked <laughs> so hard in that match. I've never seen him bump around like that. That's the only time ever. Yeah, uh, apparently, uh, I have the rumor here. It says uh, Hulk Hogan was meant to retire after. That was his retirement match, Ollie. Retirement so match, okay. He thought, he thought, yeah, he thought, let's give it my all for that. I- I'm just worried that <laughs> I'm just worried that because Ric Flair is having a comeback match, that maybe Hulk Hogan will go. Well, if he can do, it, I could do it, brother. I hope not, <laughs> brother. Let's compress my <laughs> spine some more, brother. Uh, he's. I think Hogan. I think they, there's a rumor that Hogan's going to be Ric Flair's opponent, right? So, oh my god if Kenny McIntosh is going to be there if that's the case oh, he's going to go crazy that'll be so good for him oh my god I mean that ring should just like implode with those two in it um, all the uh, the the <laughs> we we finally see Julia Hart join the House of Black Thank god. that was fucking six months in the making and it finally happened um there was also uh, later on we saw the the debut of Athena, aka Ember Moon. Uh, how, how do you think she's gonna fare in this women's roster, Ali? I mean, I feel like she's a competent wrestler, which is quite a lot of the AEW women aren't competent wrestlers. So she should hopefully bring it up a little bit. Um, I don't know how good she is on the mic, but I know that she's good in the ring. Yeah. Um, she she did hit her finisher on Kira Hogan on Rampage. Kira Hogan did not sell it as well as I wish she would have um, because maybe there... I'm sure there's some people that are watching Athena wrestle for the first time, so you want to make sure that she, she does it perfectly. And it was kind of... Bu- and that's that's a big complaint to have about AEW, Ali. Um, there were so many fucking botches on the pay-per-view where Jungle Boy... Learn the, the how to do... The, in the, Learn how to do a fucking sharpshooter. 
Oh my god, the sharpshooter, that was terrible! No, but it was in like several matches they tried to do a sharpshooter and it didn't work out. I I think the only time it worked out was uh, Adam Cole on Samoa Joe, was it? I feel like that was the only time it it looked decent. Um, And it was just a botch fest, Ollie. The the two botches that we mentioned of the buckshot lariat, the sharpshooter, the finish of the triple threat tag team match. Just how can you finish a match on a botch? Like... It's, man, there are so many issues, and it's really taking me away from the wrestling, which is what got me into AEW in the first place. So they're they're being really sloppy right now, and they really need to fix that because that's a huge issue. Stop doing moves that you don't know how to do. Um, yeah, uh, the Thunder Rosa is having the I I can't tell if Thunder Rosa's run or Hangman Adam Page's run is worse. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say Thunder Thunder Rosa is having a much worse run. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got no, I got no, no comments interest. on Thunder Rosa, and she's the women's champion. That that's that's telling. Which is insane. Yeah. Which is insane, Ollie. It's insane. Um, we we've got about eight and a half minutes. Let's talk about some WWE stuff. Uh, I I, I want to talk about uh, you know, Raw, and how terrible Raw was this week. I felt SmackDown and Raw were both. Really bad shows. How the fuck do you end Raw with a contract signing of a feud that no one gives a shit about? Bobby Lashley and Omos. Right, what so on earth was that? Do you care about who wins that match? Can I tell you something from the end no. of the match? Well, so, I, I no, don't tell me don't tell me anything. Why? I, I, I do want to watch it. Because I want to watch it. I want to <sighs> watch it and just I enjoy pay-per-views, Ali. But <laughs> it's just me. But it's just it's so fucking shit. That why the fuck are you ending Raw with this horrible set? Like, there's no. What is the main event picture in WWE right now? I don't know, but because I, I, I've seen Hell in a Cell, so. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> oh, actually, I do want to before we talk about Hell in a Cell. Uh, I, I want to talk about <laughs> there was a pay per view in between Ollie. I had no idea. Um. NXT had a pay-per-view. And, right, and hold I was on. Just on Twitter. KJ, is this bad that I didn't know about this pay-per-view until we were just about to start this podcast and KJ said, <laughs> hey, did you know there was an NXT pay-per-view at the weekend? And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, Ollie, I had no idea because I was on Twitter yesterday and someone's like, what did you make of In Your House? I was like, that's random. Like, why would you bring up In Your House? And and then I scrolled down and it said um, that the tag team championship changed hands. Pretty deadly, lost the titles. And I was like, oh, they're they're changing hands on a house show. That's interesting. And oh no, it's not a house show. It's in your house, a fucking NXT pay per view. And I was like, I've been watching NXT. How did I miss this? I had no idea that there was did a they, fucking pay per view on. Did they get Todd Pettengill again? I have no idea. I didn't watch it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the toxic attraction uh, so routine. So yeah, so the family, the family, um, uh, took on Legado del Fantasma. Oh yeah, who won? Because the win- stipulation. The, yeah, because the winners were gonna. Then they had to join the other faction, right? Yeah. So Legado del Fantasma have been absorbed by the family. Oh. So now it's. Uh, so it's now. Uh, <laughs> It's now Tony D'Angelo, Channing Stacks Lorenzo, and Troy Two Times Donovan 
and uh, the rest of Legado del Fantasma now. So nice. Italians and Mexicans have merged, Ollie. There you and, go. And uh, can you, America can you as, imagine the food? America is a melting pot, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> Ollie, the food in this faction must be spectacular. Oh, wow. Can you oh. imagine? Oh, I heard about lasagna burritos today, and I was like, I need to try that. Is that a real Whatever thing? Whatever that is. Apparently so, yeah. I don't think I'm so, into that. That's that's too far. Uh, I don't know. It's it's heart attack worthy. Um, <laughs> your girl, your girl Gigi Dolan picked up a win beating oh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter. I knew she would. Yeah, it was her birthday <laughs> actually. It was her birthday actually. No idea. Is it today? Uh, yesterday, I think. Today or yesterday? Oh, happy birthday! Shout out to Priscilla. You know, I, w- we, I wish we, her a happy we, birthday. We got you, girl. On uh, oh yeah. On Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you open the, the DMs between Ollie and Gigi, it's just like a million messages, just one direction, though. Just... Yeah, she's, she never leaves me alone. It's so annoying. Uh, <laughs> um, Mandy Rose uh, put everyone to sleep, including Wendy Chu, and retained her title. Right. And, uh, yeah, pretty deadly. Uh, people are saying that they could be called up to the main roster. They just got to NXT, so what the fuck is going on? They they're just quickly being rushed to the main roster, I guess. I don't know. And uh, Braun Breaker apparently um, defeated Joe Gacy in a Save My Dad match or something. Was it a so, yeah. was it a Rick Steiner on a pole match like Judy Backwell? <laughs> Rick Steiner in a cage match, in a doghouse match. Right. So, (laughs) (laughs) interference by Chucky. (laughs) Chucky's come to save Rick. Oh my God. It's been so long. Um, Yeah. So, uh, I mean, NXT, what a fucking like weird show. SmackDown was also fucking terrible, Ollie. I, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do this thing right now where I'm trying to remember off the top of my head what happened on SmackDown. And I swear to God, besides, besides, uh, what's his name? Madcap Moss coming out of the ambulance. I cannot remember a thing. There was a, there was a women's multi women match to see who would face Ronda. Which oh was... my, oh, my, okay. Hold on. Yeah. What kind of fucking rooms do they have backstage where they only lock from the outside? Why yeah, is yeah, Shotzi actually, Blackheart? That's, that's <laughs> Shotzi and Aaliyah are just locking each other. What is this? This is what I used to do this. My parents used to scare me and be like, we're going to lock you in your room. I'd be like, no, no. How will I survive? What the fuck is this, Ollie? Why do we keep getting... And then last week, I forgot to mention this, but the, the sign that they had, SmackDown Locker Room, was the old SmackDown Live Locker Room sign. And Aaliyah's sitting in front of it. It's like, that was in 2016. Why do you still have those? Oh, do you remember that SmackDown when AJ Styles was the champ, James Ellsworth, Shane McMahon? That was a good. That was a good fucking, SmackDown. <laughs> it was so good. Daniel Bryan was the GM with Shane, and they make fun of Raw with the Universal Championship. It was so good. Yeah, and, do you know what's quite funny yeah. when, you watch, when you watch SmackDown? Is the intro has got Roman Reigns all over it, and now he's not on it because he's part time. <laughs> Well, they had the fucking rock on on the SmackDown intro at some point, and he hadn't been in WWE for like eight years. So, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> anything. Um, uh, can I, yeah, just, so, uh, I know you're not seeing Hell in a Cell, but I just quickly say that people that have seen uh-huh. it, 
I just love Kevin Owens so much. He's just so good. Uh, He's amazing. Uh, oh my god. Okay, that's actually one thing I'm looking forward to. I fucking love Kevin Owens. The whole the whole Elias thing is great. Ezekiel, oh, I'm into Elias, it. I'm into it. That's my okay. favorite storyline on Raw. <laughs> I mean, yeah, since Roman Reigns is, is not there anymore. Uh, oh, uh, question. Do you think uh, Brock Lesnar is going to return for SummerSlam? Or do you think... Yeah, probably. Actually, wait. Maybe you can't answer that. Yeah, yeah he probably will. Yeah? Because he's... He likes any SummerSlam match, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. He also likes the Saudi match. and Oh, he'll definitely back be back for Saudi. I don't know if he'll do Clash. <laughs> I don't know if he'll do Clash. I don't know if he'll, he'll be into that. But he'll definitely do Saudi. Oh, that oh I had fast, actually, though, having... KJ, speaking of Brock Lesnar, I had a steak last night. I used my Brock Lesnar steak seasoning that I got at WrestleMania, Ooh. and it was so, I've heard so it's good. good. It's so good. Really? My steak was so tasty. It, it, it's oh. tremendous stuff. I'm worried when I run out, I'll have to make it last until next year. Hopefully, you're still selling it. Oh, shit. Wait, so, what is it? taste what does it taste like we've got about 30 seconds ollie uh, so it's like paprika and garlic is like some of the oh. main ingredients and it's just oh, so nice salty and tangy and delicious and oh, i just love it so guys if you're ever at wrestlemania and you see the brock lesnar steak seasoning why don't you just buy yourself a little tub and take it home get yourself a nice I juicy think, steak slap it on I the think grill you can buy it yeah <laughs> i think you, i've heard people complimented oh shit we have about 10 seconds left, you can buy it in america um, but i don't uh, think you can uh, ship uh, it to uh, the uk uh, um, What's your favorite kind of steak? I like a ribeye. I like a ribeye. I like ribeye too. I like ribeye too. Time's up, bitches. <laughs> right. Yes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is. Uh, it is usually time to sign off here, but I've been I've been a bit hungry, Ollie. So I've asked. For a little bit of the potluck. Ooh, potluck. So, uh, we don't have a lot of potluck, but... One of these things is very filling. Um, I, I want so, you to. I want you to fully get into reading out Asada Asada Bass's comment on potluck. Like fully I'm, get into I'm, character with it. Okay, I'll, like, I'll make try. It, make it compelling. I mean, <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. Uh, Rory McNell is first. Uh, did Double or Nothing go on so long because Tony Khan's mom? Forgot to tell him to stop playing with his friends and come in for dinner. <laughs> oh, it was so long. It was so long. I love Rory. This guy is so fucking funny. He's great. <laughs> uh, Oliver Drake, are either of you investing in WWE NFTs? I don't get how they have any value, but bought a $30 pack, got Batista, so could be good. Uh, I'm not investing in any NFTs. Mm. I... I, I feel like this thing is very hit and miss. So I and... I did some NFTs last year and I probably invested about fifteen hundred pounds and I cashed out at eighteen hundred pounds. So I made two hundred nice. pounds. But I was too I didn't trust it, so I just wanted my money back. Likewise, I, I don't trust it enough. 
Uh, Jimmy Baxter. Shout out to Jimmy. He's been helping me with something recently. So thank you, he's Jimmy. He's been what? Uh, he's been helping me with something. Oh. So yeah, just want to give a shout out. Uh, how do you guys hope the interim AEW title situation shakes out? Also, what is the match you'd like to see Punk have when he returns? Ooh. Um, that's a good question. Actually. I don't understand uh, interim titles. I think it's stupid. It's not MMA. It's wrestling. So why, if he's injured, he relinquishes the belt. It's that's how it goes. Stop introducing interim titles. It doesn't make sense. So does that mean I, I, that I don't whoever mind. wins, whoever wins the interim title, isn't actually the champion? So CM Punk's still the champion. So when he comes back, they have a match. No, that's stupid. I see. That's the thing. I I, I don't mind that because WWE's done a version of that with no, the Cruiserweight not. Championship, and they've yeah, never they done it with their main title. No, not it, with the main title. No, but Cruiserweight Championship. They also kind of did it with Cena and Punk when Punk was gone for two weeks, and then he, he came wasn't back. A, he wasn't an interim champion though, was he? Yeah, Cena was supposed to be the main champion, but you you know what I mean. It was kind of like blurring the lines there a bit. Um, I just don't like it. I I don't, I, I don't like it. It's stupid. It's not wrestling. It's I, I get what you mean, I get what you're saying, and I understand why you feel that way. However, I, I do feel like with with the whole title situation, interim, I, I like that AEW is doing something a bit different. I don't want them to replicate everything WWE does, so I don't mind it in that sense, right? Um, it also makes sense that, yeah, Punk will be back, and then he'll face whoever the interim championship champion is at the time. Could have done that anyway. Uh, yeah, you could have, <laughs> for sure. But this way, it's like Punk. And I understand. Tony Khan is a big CM Punk mark, right? He loves CM Punk. And now that Punk's back, he's like, ah, I got him back. Oh, my God, it's me. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's very, I, I get it from that perspective. But um, I, 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 do, I don't mind it. I, I definitely don't mind it. Uh, I'd like to see a babyface MGF be the champion by that point And then have CM Punk return. And face a babyface MJF. CM Punk return as champion. Yes. So he's going to be injured, return as champion, and then challenge the champion. <laughs> no, no. As in, like, heal up. And by the time he's healed up, MJF is the, M- is the MJF interim is champion. The, uh, yeah, MJF is the champion. And then CM Punk comes back as the, as the champion to face the champion. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Ollie, you're trying not to make sense of it. It's not a real sport. It's not MMA. It. It's not real. It's scripted. It's real to me, damn He's it. not a really a champion. He's just scripted to be a champion. <laughs> so uh, CM Punk should be scripted to return to face a fake So it's like, it's like Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man, right? But he gets injured. So then they have an interim Iron Man while Robert Downey Jr. is healing. What? Yes. No. <laughs> It doesn't work that way, Ollie. You know how it works. Uh, but yeah, I, I like to see a babyface MJF versus CM Punk. Yeah, who I finally I, just fucking turn his heel. I love heel CM Punk. Come on, give me some heel yes. CM Punk. Um, yes. I, I would like to see CM Punk and Brian Danielson. Uh, yeah, sure. Right now, I'm not because Brian Danielson is mainly about matches. And and right now CM Punk's matches are not exactly yeah, like. But imagine how thing. good the match would be between CM Punk and Brian Danielson because Brian Danielson can have a good match with a lollipop. Yes, true, <laughs> but also CM Punk can't jump. So well, maybe it's just because he was a little bit fatigued. Have you never had the fatigues, KJ? Maybe I'm not a professional athlete by any means, so really? I don't think fatigue is ever. 
I see you, you sidewalk slap me, babe. Uh, barely, and I fucked my leg up for the whole trip. <laughs> Molly Spartan had me on drugs. So. <laughs> Ibuprofen. Come on, it's not drugs. Ibuprofen. Whatever. <laughs> it's America. Um, yeah, so the, those are our answers. Asada Boss. Okay, this is. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, boy. Oh, quick, can this I say mouthful, quick shout right? out to Asad Abbas? Uh, I, he's my favorite Asad. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> all right. Uh, what am I supposed do to do, do here? I haven't read this want... at all. Right. So um, Asad Abbas has wrote a story. Um, so I just want you to like read it in like a, a, a good way. Okay. All right. I'll try. And do, do voices. Um, do voices. Yeah, because there's a point where he needs me to do us. Okay, yeah, I'll get like to that. JR voice and stuff, uh, right? Okay. But hold on, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna stop the potluck music. Okay, hold on. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Warm up your vocal cords. Uh, <clears throat> I'll try. Let's see. Let's do this. Uh, is the real reason Tony Khan got angry at the media scrum is that he was playing football with his mates, uh, that he pays in his little tiny garden at Fulham Football Club. Tony was getting very giddy as he had the ball in play and goes for a long shot at goal. JR on comms is like, by God, Tony missed on the shot on target. <laughs> that ball starts flying not just over the goal, but out of the stadium next door to the Stamford Bridge Garden <laughs> that belonged to, at the time too, the nasty, <laughs> nasty Russian neighbor called Roman. Tony wanted to play the football, goes in his tiny fish price car, all the way to Chelsea to get his ball back. Tony knocks on Roman's door, but not only does Roman refuse to open the door, he shouts to Tony saying, leave me alone. I, I've i got bigger problems to handle. Because he's Russian. <laughs> Tony is crying now, upset that he can't play football with his paying mates. Uh, he decides to call Daddy Khan to get him a new football, but Daddy Khan was not very sympathetic to poor Tony going in going in a strong Pakistani accent. You fucking stupid. I spend all this money for you in Florida so you can play wrestling and don't play with them. You specky bastard. I mean that's more Indian, but we'll let you away with that. We're the same. And that's why little Tony specky was upset. <laughs> I was upset at the media scum. <laughs> also, if there's a spelling and grammar issue in that, then it's me. What the fuck do you expect? Yeah. Uh, Anthony Fitzpatrick says Coke is a hell of a drug. Um, <laughs> I don't know what Tony Khan did to Assad Abbas. But <laughs> you made him stay up till fucking 5.45 in the morning last week. <laughs> you specky bastard. <laughs> Uh, uh, I didn't great. read this. I didn't read this on purpose previously, so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna read this on like live. So I should have done the <laughs> the the accent better of the Russian. The, that was very leave good. me alone. Very good. I got bigger problems to handle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and there's the potluck, you guys. That's a that's a potluck. Ah, oh, that's very filling. Thanks, Asad. That that filled me up. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, make sure you check out our Patreon, itrwrestling.com 
forward slash Patreon, bonus content like Pot of Thunder, Retro ITR, pay-per-view reviews, original recipe, and much, much more. You can also buy our Wrestling Roast merch at shop.itrwrestling.com. Uh, itrwrestling.com forward slash YouTube. There's a shit ton of interviews up. I believe there's a, on our Clips channel, we have a Mia Yim interview as well, don't we? Uh, Mia Yim, Enzo More, a, a whole bunch of stuff. Just go go check it out. It's it's full of stuff. Also, um, make sure you're subscribed to the Clips channel for tonight. It's the first episode of Monday Night Live. That's right. Monday Night Live is at tonight on our Twitch channel. Our, our Clips channel, Twitch. Because... Uh, <laughs> Uh, follow us at inside underscore the ropes on Twitter and Instagram, itrwrestling.com forward slash Facebook, and you can follow us on twitch.tv forward slash inside the ropes. And remember, itrwrestling.com is where this and all other ITR podcasts are available. Say it with me Jim Ross, Kofi Kingston, Jed Louise, Paul Heyman, Taz, Ricky Starks, Keith Lee, Finley Martin, Jim Cornette, and Kenny McIntosh. A plethora of news! Oh my god, that's a plethora of news! <laughs> you thought you could get a drink of water, and I did it quick. <laughs> it's also now available. <laughs> Inside the Roast Mags, I hate you. <laughs> it's also available now. Shows worldwide. Just go to InsideTheRoastMagazine.com and order your copy today. And you can also follow us at Ollie Also and smack my ass smack like my a drum. Smack my ass like a drum! At that KJ guy. I don't think I have anything else left, Ollie. Oh, wait. No, we do. Because we have a Chris Jericho tour. Ah, fuck you, Ollie. You thought I would forget, but I did not. You finally put it on your little spreadsheet. No, I remembered. Uh, I, I always remember, Ollie. Fourth of July. It's Fourth of July, Ollie. It's the yeah. most important day in Glasgow. Yeah, most so, important you know. day of the year. Day of the week. Yeah. Day, what? Fourth of July, where we take out our guns and light oh, up the skies. Bra 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 bra. Light up the skulls. Yeah, Fourth of July. Fourth of July. It's not funny. It's not funny. Fourth of July in Glasgow. Fifth of July in Belfast, and sixth of July in London. Um, get your tickets today at itrtakes.com. And yeah, <laughs> you're terrible. You're absolutely terrible. Ollie. I'm not terrible. Um, yeah, I'm just glad I'm not an American child. Yeah. Uh, I will. <laughs> Ali, there's one thing left to say. I love you. I love you, Ali. Bye. Bye. See you next week I with the boys. Bye. Bye, Ali. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.